Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 50 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, oh man, we are officially at the first Friday of August. 2021 is got to be the fastest year <laughs> in the history of my life. I can't believe we are at the beginning of August already. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Okay, guys. We had a bad week. A really bad week. In many ways. A bad week for my injury. A bad week for my weight loss journey as well. So... We have a 2.4 gain this week. And for the month of August, since it's the first weigh-in, we are up 2.4 pounds. Total lost since the beginning of January 2019 is 128.2 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to our goal to hit 253 is 14.4 pounds away. The pounds remaining to get to our goal of losing 150 pounds is 21.8 pounds away. And the pounds away to get to our big goal, which is to lose 200 pounds and reevaluate life from there, is 71.8 pounds. Not a good week at all. Uh, dealt with a lot of pain this week. A lot of pain because my ankle started to feel better. So I increased activity, but with my knee, all of a sudden, I had an arthritis flare-up in my knee, and I've been on all kinds of anti-inflammatory medication, which I know affects the scale. And I know this is not a two-and-a-half-pound gain of fat. This is not what the case is. I know that. I know how the system works. You don't just gain two-and-a-half pounds of fat in one week. This is a weight fluctuation based on being on anti-inflammatories, being swollen, and God knows what because of this injury. I reduced my food intake by 10 points a day, from 7 to 10 points per day, depending on what day of the week it is, okay? I did that purposely because I would not be moving as much. Purposely did that. And yet, here we are. So I'm eating less food, and... I still have a gain. It's definitely inflammation of some sort, whether it's from the injury or new inflammation from my flare-up on my right knee. I literally was dealing with pain on my left side and my right side as I tried to push through and do what I needed to do to walk and get as many days of walking in this week. It was a battle, but I got through it. And you know what? If this is the worst week of my journey, then... 
it's going to be great from here on out. But I'm sure this is not the worst week of my journey. So I don't live under that delusion by any means. <laughs> you know, like at the end of the Super Bowl, they always have that commercial. And, you know, you wait for it. You hear the song, when you wish upon a star. And then you see the winning quarterback of the Super Bowl champions. And they say, Tom Brady, now that you've won the Super Bowl, what are you going to do? And he says, I'm going to Disney World. Well, my question has been for quite some time now. I see many, many people on Connect making goal. They hit their goal. And, you know, one day, this was a while back, way before there was ever a ranting Weight Watcher podcast or anything like that. One day I'm thinking, and I see this person, and she's celebrating, and everybody is celebrating with her, and she's trending and all this stuff. And I just wonder, what is she going to do now? So I said, you know what? Let me give it a shot. I posted a comment on the post. And I said, so, now that you've hit your goal, what is your plan? And she was almost, like, taken back by it, by the question. She says, I don't know. I guess I'm going to keep doing the same thing that I've been doing and keep, keep it going forward, maintain the weight loss. I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think much of it. But it was like that, asking her that question sparked something in me. And it is what I started asking myself. When I hit goal, it was never if. I never positioned my question as if I hit goal. It was always when I hit goal. What will I do? What will I do? What will my approach be to keep the weight off? The answer is basically what you're listening to now. I found a way to make myself accountable for way after I ever hit goal. When I report these losses and gains to you and the 28 countries that listen to me, this is, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do every week. Very difficult. And I don't know where this, the popularity of this podcast is going to go. I have no idea. But I know for a fact that the possibilities are endless. The sky is the limit. I am only limited by my own knowledge of what to do next. That's it. If I know how to use a new technology, I'm only limited by my knowledge in that technology. If I don't know how to use it, I'm sorry. That's like either learn it or give it up, right? So the sky is the limit with this podcast. And I could see so many things in my future based on the success of this podcast. I mean, I could see, you know what, maybe maybe it sounds like a little bit much to you guys, but you know what, I, I'm a dreamer. I could see myself in packed rooms where I'm giving a motivational speech about my life, about my journey, 
to motivate people to get going and, and fight for their own life. Because it took so many things to fall into place for me to realize just how much work is required to really live what we all call a healthy lifestyle. To really have the discipline to fight and keep fighting and never quit and get to the end. And I'm nowhere near the end. And I'm still learning too. But you know what? At this point where I'm at now, there is no quitting. There is no going back. I've come too far to quit. There's only the next level. What will I do next? And I just told you, the sky is the limit. Wherever this takes me, I'm going to ride it out until it's over. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit about what often happens when people hit goal. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to The Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therantingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that The Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So we're talking a little bit today about, well, today's episode's kind of like visualizing the future. For some of you, I may be talking to a whole new branch of audience here where you've now hit goal and you're hearing me for the first time. You're the real audience here today. The rest of us are just visualizing the future and having dreams and hopes and aspirations. But you're there. You're already there. Now let me tell you a little something about me. A lot of people think that in a social situation... If I don't know the people around me, I become very reserved. I am not the, the boisterous personality you hear on this show. Until I get to know the people I'm with. Then you can't shut me up and you be longing for the days of me being quiet. <laughs> so I am a very reserved person when it comes to being in a social situation where I'm not familiar with the people I'm with. And I, in often in these times, I retreat 
and I watch. I am an observer of human behavior. I listen to what they say, and I watch how, it, how their words contradict their actions. And I'm not saying I could do this in five minutes. I'm saying I do this over time. I watch people over time. I see what they say, or I hear what they say, and then I watch their actions. And so often, they contradict one, one another. What people say and what people do are two different things. Sometimes I point it out. Sometimes I keep my mouth shut and wait for the opportunity to point it out. <laughs> Either way, at some point it comes out if I feel close enough to you and I care enough about you to say something. But I want to talk a little bit about that. In my observance of behavior of the people I know that are at goal and like the ones in my personal workshop and the ones that I see on Connect that are at goal. I watch the behavior of these people. And I would say in my assessment that so often, unfortunately, so often, it comes to a point where, number one, the, the, the first stage of the behavior change is they become extremely relaxed. They are, and this could be by the enjoyment of hitting goal alone. This could, the, the core of this being relaxed can start then. At that moment, the minute you hit goal, the minute you see that number that you've been wanting to see for however many months, years, weeks, whatever it is. You see that number that you've wanted for so long and the jubilation that follows, and I can only speculate here because I haven't hit any goal, uh, or I'm sorry, I haven't hit my final goal to know what that jubilation feels like. I've only imagined it. And I've imagined it countless times. And each time I imagine what that day will be like, the um, emotion takes over the situation. And I even, I even break out in tears thinking, you know, this how it will be. This is what it would feel like. But so often, I could see people come extremely relaxed. And what is the, the celebration and the relaxation? And it leads to being in, con- in cruise control and enjoying life and forgetting almost exactly what the amount of work it took you to get to this point. I'm not saying all people do this. I'm saying too often, unfortunately, did I see this happen. And so being in cruise control eventually leads to this boredom. Like I'm bored with life at this point. So you start to explore, you start to take on things and whatever else, whatever it is. You go out, you travel, you do whatever you want to do. Whatever it is you promised yourself you would do if you were thin, you start doing. And maybe it puts you in positions that are compromising what it took to get you to where you are. And maybe you're saying, hey, hey what, what is it? I'm enjoying life right now. Let me just have this moment. I can have this moment. And 
I wouldn't fault you for it. I not one bit. But this boredom and this seeking of enjoyment or this seeking of thrills or whatever it is, where you go and try to do the things, eventually I saw that it led to not having the drive to continue anything. Because you're just not stimulated by this lifestyle anymore. It's almost like the athlete that achieved everything they could possibly achieve in that sport. Like when Michael Jordan retired suddenly after winning three NBA championships in a row, Michael Jordan decides to retire from basketball and play baseball. Now, what his actual reasoning was for all that, I'll never know. I mean, none of us really know. We know what he told the public was the reasoning, but it doesn't mean that was the real reason. Nevertheless, he still was at the top of his game, three world championships, and step away, stepped away from the game that he loved to do something else. And then he, he was, I mean, I would say he's a, he was abysmal in Major League Baseball. I mean, that just goes without saying, if anybody that followed Michael Jordan's life. All of this behavior change, all of this, these things that happen to the person that hits goal, eventually, it starts to lead, with, lead to a little bit of weight gain. And maybe you step on that scale and you're like, ah, no big deal. What's two pounds? What's three pounds? But then, you know, however many weeks later, you're putting the pair, pair of jeans on that you haven't worn in a couple of weeks or whatever, and all of a sudden those jeans are a little bit tighter. And even then you're like, well, I don't wear them often enough to, it was just, it's just today, it's just now. I'll, I'll fix it. I'm not worried about it. I'll fix it. So you go and you wear something different besides the unforgiving jeans. And you start to fall back into old habits. Maybe you start to hang out with old friends. And you start to pick up old behaviors. And eventually, you realize you're not the person you used to be. And it's almost like when you see someone living that lifestyle, it almost condemns you to the point where you don't want to be a part of it. And you almost step away from it completely. And so the weight gain continues and the bad behavior continues and eventually the inevitable return comes back. Now, why, why am I even talking about any of this today? I was in a workshop and the coach of that workshop was talking and telling a little bit about her journey. And as she was talking, and a lot of times when I'm in situations, people could say one word and it, it, it just inspires so much in me with one word. Sometimes I can hear a tune and that tune inspires whatever speech is going to come from that tune. It's like words start popping in my head and if I know if I don't write it down, I'm going to lose it all. So this woman said a few words. She said, And then the next time I returned to Weight Watchers, so she had hit goal, and then she returned to Weight Watchers, which means 
she went through the same motions here. She became relaxed. She was enjoying life. She fell into old habits, got complacent, gained weight, and it led to her return. And then she had to hit goal all over again. And just the same, Michael Jordan, it led to his poor performance in, in baseball, led to his inevitable return to the NBA and three more NBA championships thereafter. Can you tell I'm a Jordan fan? (laughs) But anyway, that's just to paint a picture of the situation. And that's just what I've seen so many times where I watch people, this is my day one, this is my return to Weight Watchers. And some of them have hit goal. Some of them lost 100 plus pounds only to gain all that 100 plus pounds back and to return to lose that 100 plus pounds again. So what can we do to prevent it? Prevent the entire cycle of gaining it all back to have to return and do it all over again. We're going to talk about that when we return after this. Nothing can stand in my way. Because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices, and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals, not if, but when, because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming. Victory is mine. 
because I am enough. sticking with me so we've been talking about what life will be like when we win the game when we're the champ when we get to where we want to be when we hit that goal how will we keep it what will we do next you know in Rocky 3 Rocky finds himself at the top of the mountain, the epitome of success. He went from Joe Blow, the guy who went the distance with the champ, then to become the champ, and then to become an a, a overwhelming success on top of the boxing industry. And one man with the hunger and wanting a title shot, and the desire to be on top, wanting to tank him down. And Rocky finds himself as a very relaxed champion, and enjoying life, and just not taking things seriously enough. He ends up losing the title. I'm I'm sure many of you have seen this movie. I'm not... I'm not spoiling it for anyone. And if you, have on, if you haven't seen Rocky 3, shame on you. <laughs> Go watch the Rocky movies, damn it. <laughs> they are American classics. <laughs> do what you got to do. All, all of them. Every single one of them. Even though the Rocky 5 was the worst one of them all, you got to watch it at least once. It's like The Godfather. One and two are the best movies I almost can't choose between them but part three is garbage but you have to watch it at least once in your life <laughs> I should come up with a list you know the Don's uh, <laughs> the Don's movie list you mu- must watch movies in your life at least once in your lifetime <laughs> and uh, top 10 or something top 20 whatever it is I love movies so I could easily fill a 20 slot movie list but anyway, I'm off topic. But he, he finds himself in a bad situation. And he loses the title. And in the process, he loses his trainer. The trainer who also told him he'd never win. And he ended up being right. Told him he wasn't hungry enough. Said, you're going to lose. You can't do it. You can't win. So he was offended by that. He went in and fought anyway. Lost the title just as his trainer told him he would. And then lost his trainer. He found himself from in one night on top of the mountain and then all the way underneath the ground. 
That's how low he went in one night. And it took another champion to pick him up, dust him off, get him to see straight, and get him back to the glory that it was his career. So what can we do if we take that into perspective? What can we do to prevent everything I talked about in the previous segment? The becoming relaxed, complacent, bored, having no drive, gaining weight, falling back to bad habits, and eventually quitting, leading to the return to Weight Watchers and having another day one. What can be done? I had a vision of what I would do, and you're listening to that vision. This vision, this, this entire podcast was a desire born out of, number one, always wanting to be in broadcasting. That was a dream of mine. Number two, it, was, it had to be about something I could relate to, something I was passionate about. And at the time, when I wanted to have a podcast, I had no idea what I wanted to talk about. And then out of nowhere, I just decided it had to be about this, about my journey, about what it's going to take to get me to be healthy. Because I was passionate. I had goals. And this, this passion, everything, my best writing comes from passion. My best... Speaking comes from passion. People can invoke, they can provoke me to say things I never could manufacture on my own. It's just how I am. All you got to do is trigger passion in me and you'll get everything. Everything that's in my heart to say to somebody. The one piece of advice I would give to the people that hit goal today is find something new. There has to be a new goal. And it doesn't even have to be a goal to, you know, make your your body better. I mean, you could just, that could be just part of it, right? But what if your goal became to help others reach goal? What if your goal became Because look, if you're helping your neighbor reach goal, you're accountable to that neighbor. Whatever you tell them, you have to be living the lifestyle because no one is revealed quicker than a hypocrite, okay? When you're telling someone they should do something a certain way and then you're not doing that way that you're telling them they should do it, you're a hypocrite and no one can take a hypocrite seriously. No one's going to sit there and say, oh, okay, do as I say, not as I do. That's perfectly fine. No, no one, no one thinks that. No one thinks that. Only the person that's saying, do as I say, not as I do, only that person believes it's okay to say that. That's it. But find a way to stay accountable. Whether it's helping a friend 
helping a neighbor, helping someone else, someone you see struggling on Connect, you take them under your wing and and be accountable to that person to help them get to their goal and help yourself stay accountable to the journey as passionately as you did when you were trying to get to where you're going. Maybe, you know, they, we always, they always talk about what is your why? What is your why? Maybe you just need a new why. Maybe it's as simple as that. Who knows? Who really knows? Whatever it is, it's got to be, you got to be as hungry as Clubber Lang was in Rocky Three. You got to be that hungry to just want to beat the living daylights out of someone just to get a, a championship belt. You got to be that hungry even when you're on top. So whatever it takes to get you have that feeling all over again once you've achieved the top achievement in this lifestyle, you have to reinvent yourself at that moment. And maybe that's helping others. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's finding what you're truly passionate about and pouring it into that. Maybe you're really good at cooking and you're really good at making up this people that take traditional recipes and then make them Weight Watcher friendly. And maybe you can make a YouTube channel on how I turned this traditional recipe into a Weight Watchers friendly recipe. And you could become the next sensa- YouTube sensation because you love cooking anyway. And then maybe Weight Watchers notices you and they put you on, uh, on Connect, making videos, making a dish. Who knows? Who knows? The possibilities are endless. But the core of what I'm telling you remains the same. You must remain focused as if you haven't reached that goal. You have to be as hungry as Clubber Lang in Rocky Three. You know, this weight loss battle has been probably the biggest fight of my life. It almost feels like I'm a boxer. And if every year of my life was a round, I'm in the 43rd round of the biggest fight of my life. And the difference at this point in my life, the difference in the fight is I'm no longer willing to lose. There's so many people out there right now, they're willing to lose. They're willing to lose battle after battle after battle because in reality... What they say they want, a healthy lifestyle, and what their actions tell you is that they'd rather have the food. And they'll look for excuses, some of them, to just go off the rails and eat whatever they want. Because the food brings comfort. And that's just the God-honest truth. Food brings comfort. People have emotional attachments to food. 
I know. I was there. This time around, it was like something snapped in me. I was just done with all of it. You know, sometimes when I'm walking, I'm alone and I'm in my zone. If you ever had the chance to walk up on me, you might find that I was in tears. And you might think something's wrong. But nothing's wrong. That's where I am. I'm in my zone. I'm in a moment, a moment in time, in the future, where I can see what the day looks like when I step on the scale and the scale says the number that I want it to say, the number that gives me the goal weight that is my current in my current sights. I visualize that on a regular basis. I dwell on it. I obsess over it. On that moment, I'm not obsessing over the number. I'm obsessing over the moment. I see myself successful. I see myself hitting gold. I see myself over and over and over again victorious in everything I've attempted to do. And I'm telling you this, the key to success is create consistency in everything you do. And the weight will come off. Create consistency in the food that you eat. Create consistency in the exercise that you do. Create consistency in all aspects in your life. Be moved by nothing. Emotions are gonna be all over the place, but your journey is steadfast and consistent in everything you do, and it cannot be moved. It's coming like a freight train toward one marker in the future. That marker is the goal line that you've set for yourself, and all you see is that goal, and visualize yourself crossing that goal, crossing that finish line, and obsess over it day after day, year after year. Obsess over that moment. What will it be like for you? What will it feel like? What will it taste like? What will it smell like? What will it feel like to be in that moment and never let it go? Think about it constantly because that is the key to actually getting there. Never forget it. Hold on to it like it's the last thing keeping you alive. Do everything I said, and you will find the success you've always dreamed to have in this system. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.